Today's episode is all about business news and how it affects you. We'll be right back. Well, hello, I'm Susan Hamilton. And I'm Larry Kortkamp. And today's first story I find rather inspiring. You know, we had a story not too long ago, uh, just last week, I believe, in how the our, our population is changing. And we have a low birth rate, typically. Uh, right now, really across the globe, but it, we're, it's starting to be very evident. Um, this first story comes to us from the Dallas Express. Yeah, and it actually happens, you're right, it's happening quite widespread around the globe. And there's a bigger reason why that is. The story kind of is 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 a positive thing for us. I think it's we have been kind of disincented here in this country to to have babies, right? For a lot of good reasons too. So it's uh, obviously financial pictures are one glaring point. It's just more expensive to raise kids than it used to be. So you have kids going to school, going to college. Uh, having clothes, medical costs, all these things related to that are expensive. So there are there are reasons why it may be in decline, but some of the other are societal reasons, right? We're not we're not finding mates as as early as we are used to be. Uh, there's just not a big incentive for you to have a family. But it was interesting in this article there's one company that we're very familiar with in fact because it's an it's a non-woke uh, company. It's called Public SQ or Public Square. And they're actually incentivizing their employees to have a baby. I thought that was pretty cool. You know, it's about time we really took some um, forward motion because otherwise this this ESG story, uh, which is environmental social governance, for those of you who are, are joining us for the first time, uh, under the sustainable development goals of the United Nations. There are 17 sustainable development goals, and it's a, these phrases while we want to uh, do a great job and, and understand stewardship, when you look at the term ESG, even BlackRock is saying they don't want to use that term anymore because they realize the stigma associated yeah, with now. it. But what it, it has to do with is environmental and then social and then governance because there's a global governance through the United Nations rather than your constitution or your individual uh, sovereign rights under God, uh, under our constitution. But they have to do with uh, creating a world that has fewer people. And so unfortunately, what's really been tied into this is is pharmacology and diet. And pharmacology has actually got its dirty little fingers in everything. It's in our food, from how we're, we're crafting our food. We're gonna have episodes about, about that this week. You're gonna hear more about it. Um, but we do have a decreased birth rate for a lot of chemical reasons, folks. Um, and those stories are gonna be revealed yet in the future. So I'm and that, excited. And that has basis in a lot yeah. of, you talk about the pharmacology, think about, uh, Susan and I were talking the other day when we were kids are bringing up our kids uh, and you sent them to school and they had to get, they had to get their vaccinations, they had to get their shots. It's kind of like your pet. You had to get, you had to get your, your shots. And at the time there was probably a good, I don't know, six or seven that we got and it was mumps and uh, measles and rubella and maybe one of the other ones, distemper. No, that was my dog. I can't remember all the shots, but it wasn't very many. It was half a dozen or whatever. And the current number today is 72. 72. So, and that's crazy because the shots that uh, people that these largely, and not one largely of those young shots parents, is for wokeness. 
Uh, it's interesting. If only they could just put the vaccine. No, for... no, no, no. Um, because we're already over vaccinating the kids with no clue yeah. about how it really, how the little bodies handle it. In a yeah. very short period of time, they are getting so many more than just may, maybe two or three shots, and they're getting them in a very increased dosage. Uh, and it's yeah. you, you, you look at a lot of the things that Robert Kennedy, Kennedy Jr. is talking about lately that have to do with the autism. Used to be, you know, one in ten thousand. Now you've got one in thirty, yeah. one in eighty. Are, are exhibiting these signs, and they are absolutely uh, vaccine related. I was going to say that the thing that, we, that he talks about, and and often what we there's talk about, there's there's argumental differences between the way uh, uh, I don't even know what it's left or right anymore, but whatever the way we argue and the way the other side argues, it's more of an emotional argument from their side. It's more facts driven on our side. So it's statistics, it's data. When you look at the data, the data is pretty easy to interpret. So when RFK Jr. is looking at data and he's saying it's either correlation or causation. And he's looking at this data saying at this event in time, prior to this event in time, the data showed this. After this event in time, the data shows this. So and then continuing. You, should, you could draw a conclusion that it may have to do that. Now, the nitpickers will say, well, is it is this what caused it or is it just the time correlate to that event or whatever. And so. I think what science should be teaching is that we take a closer look because if That's wherever there's a question, that right. means that you might have an opinion and this person might have an opinion. And both right. of these may have a certain right. data set that need to be explored. We're so both, let's explore that data set, that science. We're both right? seeing the smoke. Yeah. Science isn't we, science. We need to see is this. if there's a fire. Science right? is. Let's discuss yeah. it. So, regardless, I'm really regardless. happy to see that we are having, we are incentivizing people to have those families again, uh, and really look at what what that is. And it's, and quite it's substantial. substantial. Yes, they're it giving is. them a five thousand dollar bonus. That's that's a huge amount of money. That is. That's really great. Um, and I'm wondering, are you are you popping these up on the screen? I am. Okay. Fabulous. Fabulous. So our next story comes to us from uh, Southwest Airlines, and that's interesting, and it's going to impact people because it's your flights. It's your flights. It's your usually your short flights, um, but they are really having a hard time coming to an agreement on wages. It, it looks like it, yeah. it looks to me like as they're talking about this story, we've got. Um, there's this, de whenever there's a delay, they're not being paid? Well, yeah. the airline, people never, people, so my father was a pilot, he flew for the airlines. I've had several adult friends, many adult friends that are either pilots or attendants or ground crew, just kind of stick around the industry and people. But people never realized with attendants, the way they were paid, when, the, when you're in a flight and the attendants closes the cabin door, when they close that cabin door, that is when their pay starts. And the pay stops when they open the cabin door. So if you're a flight attendant, all that time we're taking to load the plane and put our luggage, they're not being compensated for that. They're, they're, not, being, they're not on the clock. Yeah. They go on the clock when the door is shut and locked. That's when their pay starts. And people don't even realize there was a lot of flack with American Airlines because back in 2001 when the planes hit the tower. When that plane hit the tower, they stopped the pay on all the attendants that were inside, all the pass, all the people that were inside that worked for the airline, their pay stopped. The instant it hit the tower, their pay stopped. They weren't even paid for the completion of the flight. It stopped right then and there. Isn't that something? Isn't that something? You, know, you just kind of got to look so at that. So when these people yeah. are talking about getting paid, but there's a 
just like in all things, there is a duality in life, and uh, some people are paid differently than others, and the pilots have their own unions and their own associations, and they are paid differently than the attendants and the ground crew. So pilots are paid differently than the attendants are paid. So whenever there's a strike, we need to look at who's striking and why. And usually it's the pilots, the airline gets worried. If it's the ground crew, you're not as worried because that can stop a flight if they just aren't loading or unloading, whatever. But the attendants, you are last on the list because you are waiters and waitresses who can be replaced at a moment's notice. Well, they're paid quite they well the for that, I'll, I'll tell you. But it's, yeah. it is going to impact travel. Um, and there are so many things that have impacted travel, yeah. from health policy to uh, to the fact that when they adhere to health policy, we've had very sick pilots. Yeah. Uh, we've had people down where they're not at because they adhered to a lot of the health policy that had included uh, vaccinations and, and, and what have you. They weren't, they, when they got sick, they, they lost so much ground time. Yeah. So a lot of people have not been talking about that, but we've got to start realizing travel could be different. And it's, they're not the it's, only it's, ones that are going to be struggling, right? Across yeah. the board, the airlines are going to have to be keeping right. up with that, um, what would you call it, status quo, right? Keeping up with the pay scale. Well, I mean, it's, what, it, and again, it's, it's easy to look at something. It's easy to look at something and throw rocks, but there is nuance to everything. And this industry, like any other, has its has its nuance to it. So if if they're, if we're all, we've loaded onto the plane, the doors have been locked, and now we're sitting on the tarmac and idling. We are idling. What's that mean? That means that the attendants are getting paid, the pilots are getting paid, the aircraft is burning fuel, and we are already late for our destination, right? It's supposed to take off at a specific time. So if we're still on the tarmac, waiting in those long lines that we all hate to wait in, the longer that we sit on that tarmac is running up from a business standpoint, I'm paying an employee to not work. Well, so, well right? now that, that now we're talking them. about the delay. Now, uh, wait a minute. We're talking about the, they were also talking about not being paid for delayed flights. So now if you've got, if you. Well, from a business standpoint, yeah. our agreement was you don't get paid until you load a plane and lock the door. Well, it's not my responsibility if the plane couldn't be loaded or whatever. Not mine either. So if my plane is not there because it wasn't, it didn't land from the other destination, or they had weather, or they've been grounded for a mechanical, that plane did not get here from a company standpoint. That's a problem that we neither one of us can repair. But that isn't going to say I'm still going to pay you. So I'm not going to pay you because you don't get paid until you load the plane and lock the door. So all this is. When we look at these agreements, like I said, it's it's just easy to look at it from the outside and say it's one thing. Because one more element now, thanks to the unions and to the federal government, if you have taken too many flight hours, too much time in the air, you have to rest. You have to have rest. And it has to be a certain period of time, 12 hours. Well, you know, truckers are well, required to do that as well. Truckers I, I the think same those way. Are, those are good and it affects concerns. their industry hugely, mm -hmm. right? So if I've making the flight, which was delayed, it was late, now I'm here, now I've, I've recorded too much flight time, but I've got a turnaround flight that's got to go back, but now I exceed my flight time. Even if, I, if I'm within the borders now, by the time I'm in the air, I will exceed it, I can't fly. So now I'm grounded. So now I've got something where I'm not getting paid because I'm grounded in the other area, I'm an attendant, now I got to spend the night, I got to eat, I got to do all this stuff, and I got to catch the next flight that's coming back. So these are all issues that affect, so it's easy to say, oh, they just pay them more. Well, 
there are always two sides, three sides, ten sides in a business to an equation. So I, I, I feel for all parties included. How about that? <laughs> right? Well, there's so much. Well, I'll tell you what, um, how we get our information. Um, I always think it's interesting. We, we refer to state media frequently on the OBBM Network News and try to give you a different flavor, something that you're probably not hearing anywhere else because there are so many stories that are not getting out uh, to the general population That's through true. traditional uh, to, uh, avenues. So what we want to talk about are some of these stories. We've got a, a, a Trump story coming up uh, that I thought was, was interesting because of the way it's delivered. Now, if I... Uh, if I went into business internationally and... So this is the one from the New York Times. Yeah. 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 So if I, uh, um, if I internationally uh, decided to go into business and break ground and I'm going to bring my name, my name is my brand. I mean, right. who knows? OBBM might do that. We might bring exactly. OBBM Network Studios to a city near you, right? right? And that might happen where you could, where uh, maybe even internationally one day that we're, we're standing up for free speech and maybe even other countries. But as you as you do that, you're gonna there's gonna be people that you have to have a workforce to get that done. You're gonna have right. to break the ground, you're gonna have to do all of these pieces. And no matter where that property is, there's weather. There is a climate that is that's actually the right use of the word. Exactly. There's if you're a, in Antarctica, it tends to be cooler. Cold. Yeah. <laughs> if you're and in the, in the Sahara desert, desert, it tends to be hot. be hot. And it's interesting how the story wants to really be, you can tell from, it's not about, oh, there's a new Trump real estate deal in Oman. No, uh, but no, it's underscoring the ethics concerns because people in that region are working in the heat. Yeah. <laughs> I, I noticed in, like, in the article, they make note of the fact that it's 103 and degrees. And the whole sentence By is, the way, what temperature was it yesterday yeah, like here in Dallas, Texas? I don't know if you noticed it, but when I got in my vehicle, my little temperature gauge in the vehicle recorded 115. So I don't know... You know, and I grew up in southern Arizona, 103. That was like a it balmy day. It talks about day. how his Trump is, or how his name is plastered on all these signs and how it's an <laughs> unusual partner because he's working uh, with, he's, it's a multi-billion dollar project backed by Oman's oil-rich government that has an unusual partner. And it's like, well, you know what? He's been working in this space for a very, very long time. Only like 40 forever, years. Ever, yeah. right? Only and, 40 or 50 years. And it's years, just, when, so. we, when we're looking at stories, I just think it's interesting if we've got any growth, any building, any during a time like this when there's yeah. so much that's not. Yeah. Um, I'd like it's to see us, uh, what, what yeah, we, the what perspective we see is, is huge. What we see is the perspective on a story, but it's important for people to look, you know, we often say to look at the headline. Well, if you look at this headline, and it says the Trump real estate deal in Oman underscores ethics concerns. That's a different that's a different angle that you're trying to pitch to your reader and you do it right off the bat. You want to set the tone for this article and that is the fact that this is an ethical question. When if it was McDonald's opening up two new restaurants, you wouldn't care. Well, if no, and what I find particularly interesting, I was that was where I was going. It's talking like, with Jay Sheen about all those their stories. $5 million payment, and nobody that, seems to care. You know, on Marco Polo, all of that information is released. All of the research is out there. So do they have it? Yeah, they have it because we got it. Every, every person has access to this. Yeah. It's absolutely public. Go read it and yeah. watch what those pieces are because then you go, okay, well, why didn't the New York Times 
Times picked that up. Why aren't we hearing about the news, like the actual news that impacts us? Because that is the president of power today. Yeah. Um, I'd like to see what's going on. I just feel like the level of corruption throughout federal, state, and local governments everywhere. We it happens because we don't get involved, right? There is yeah. no where where are the people that should be holding these government officials accountable? We keep expecting that word accountability to mean I want you to go after go hold that person accountable when we the people are the ones that should be on the phone, writing the letters, meeting the people and it's a famous saying, Michael Jackson song that's sung about who? The man in the mirror. You know, that's us. We got to, you know, the leader that we're all been that we've all been waiting for. It's us, mm -hmm. right? These are the we are the people that need to do it. Me, you, me, you. We all have to There's do no our civic duty yeah. and responsibility in order to take care of these things. So you can't shirk it, and you can't expect it. No, and it's you not can't blame just it on somebody else. It's not just working the vote. It's yeah. actually or, or doing a vote. That's yeah. not enough because it, that means you're expecting somebody else to take care of all the governance of that yep. when that's also your responsibility. And there are some big questions coming up. Uh, some some. And these questions, these issues that are coming up, they're not questions. These are going to be challenges for us, and they're going to present us with moral challenges, as well as hard reality and, and physical, fiscal challenges, yes, money, yes, how, yes. how it's going to pay. And one of the biggest ones is, whether we know it or not, America's getting older, and there is a boomer, a baby boomer trend. And currently, uh, the boomers are getting older faster. Currently, it's 10,000 people per day that are reaching the age of 65. And next year, they're calling it the age of 65. Next year, it will be 12,000 people per day that are reaching the age of 65. But all that means is we're going to need to retire still. And when we say retire, I don't know how many people really, really retire anymore. It's already the point with Social Security and costs. I have to say, I know so many people are retiring at age. They have, have to they're, work. They're just they working. Can't, they they're, can't they're make still it. working well, on the goals. Uh, I've, I've it's got not about that they can't make it all the time. I, I think they're, you're right, a lot. But there I've are a lot somebody, of people working because they're still working on their well, personal Well, I've got somebody close to me, and, and, they, and they, they earn, I don't know, about $1,100 a month from Social Security. Now, I don't, worry, I don't know where you live in the United States of America, but I don't know where you live that you can actually exist on $1,100 a month. So she has to supplement that. So even though it's Social Security, it's still not enough to care, take care of them. That's today. So this thing that's going to happen in the future, and I don't recall exactly the date. It's, it's soon. It's but 20, this article is 2030 or 2035. Because Social Security is going to have to accommodate for how many people are drawing from it today. It doesn't. Because right now, there is a clause already inserted in there that's already, it's, it's in existence. It's a pre-timed thing that's going to occur. And what's going to occur is at a certain time, Social Security will be cut across the board by 20%, not by a little, 20%. So this is a period of time in the future, five, six years, whatever it is, seven years, into the future that it's going to be cut by 20%. We already can't afford to live on what they're paying. Costs will rise between now and then. And at that point in time, our payments will be cut by a, a huge point. I, I don't know about you, but do you really need to be a mathematician to see that we have got a potential time bomb of a millions of Americans that are going to be put into a position where they can't support themselves and couple that with this new rage towards AI, augmenting the, the blue collar worker of so America. So what we don't have is a lot of people earning addition, earning and saving that so, because the idea that Social Security works is that everybody pays into it. 
Uh, and so when they're not paying into it because that worker level ceases to exist, that is going to impact how much Social Security is going to be available for yeah. the whole pie, right? Unless you're a federal or a state employee, yeah, somebody that works for us, those people get something called a pension. Yeah. I don't get one because I work for myself and I pay theirs. They get a pension, which means they're too dumb to inf invest it themselves. And we make up for that by giving them our money that would really go into our retirement but we're paying the people that work for us so that they can have a retirement and we're going to starve. The pension thing, we need to do a special report because that's one of my really really do really worst words. What we don't pension. understand is what debt slavery is and yeah. what and how that has been actually enacted on us for yeah. over a very long time. And we just come so, you know, it's a boiled frog. Yeah. Um, we thought the frog was boiling. That, that we were just stepping into that. A lot of the, you know, last two years, we hear a lot of that because of the crescendo of, of uh, the collapse of, of freedom and liberty. Yeah. Uh, but that it only happens through our apathy. It only happens when we fail to step up and, and participate. Yeah. Um, and so, and, and I think part of it is going to have to do with whether or not you're actually getting the information that you need and chances are you, you're not and you haven't been for some time because Every if state media means exactly what we're telling you that it, it it means it means that you're getting the information that has been endorsed by our government that you get to know and you get to you're going to get it handed to you in a framework that is uh, endorsed, endorsed approved, approved and sometimes created and created by, by the right? government it's the point of view it's the yeah. perspective okay this they know the story is about to be released and they want you to know that the uh, truth or we'll call them truthers. <laughs> want you to know the truth. And instead of sharing the truth, the news media, which used to, it, it, we're now dependent on citizen journalists to bring you that information because, because they're going to give you at a least now, point At of least view. now it's not hidden anymore. So today, right? I mean, literally this past week or so, we've had, we've become known as a nation now that we know that there are almost 17 recordings indicating that the current president, Biden, was involved in the deal. These are recordings with his voice making deals that really shouldn't have occurred. But that's not the one you heard. The recording that you heard was yesterday, President Trump saying something in a meeting, one recording at a meeting that really wasn't very detailed. In fact, already by today, it has been debunked, but you still haven't heard the 17 recordings that indicate President Biden and his son Hunter making illegal dealings. So that's called gaslighting. It's because, yeah, it's because the media is determining what information they feel is necessary for you to know or not know. Well, the media, I don't believe, is making that call. They're making that call in cahoots with with the CIA, the well, FBI. CIA isn't putting the button to air pieces. it. So somebody is pushing, yeah. the media is pushing the button not to air it. Now, it may be because the CIA is either threatening them or coercing them. Well, look here, the story in Canada them. before we go. You know, you've got Facebook and Instagram in Canada saying, okay, wait a minute, we're going to help you people, public, we're going to help you understand that truth and what is it? Because we are now going to source all of those pieces so far back that they can squash anybody that comes outside of the narrative. Yeah. Um, and we've been seeing that across the board. And that's why we encourage people to get involved and get off of those social media platforms. They're not the only social media platforms today. There's so many more where people, there's burgeoning communities. Uh, and we just urge you to get your families, get your organizations over on a free speech platform where you can actually communicate and, and see things that you need to see, guys. You need to be able to be connected to that. So we're and grateful. Free, when we say free speech, uh, these are the ones you've probably you. heard passing. Rumble for videos. So if you're going to look for a video instead of looking to it on YouTube, look for it on Rumble because Rumble will have the things that are censored by YouTube. You'll never hear it. You might see something on 
Truth or Getter or Gab or Cloud Hub or a host of others. But when we say these, those are the people that we're looking for and you can find those on our website and we'll definitely lead you to other places where you can get information. Yeah, yeah Children's Health Defense, Green Med Info. They, yeah. These are established, long-standing yeah. organizations that have been compiling highly researched and uh, documented uh, perspectives on health and data on health that you're not getting because those were the first things they squashed. Yeah. Very important stuff. So, hey, folks, thanks for joining us today. Uh, come back for an, another episode of OBBM Network News. Today, you're not limited to traditional mainstream media that doesn't support your family, your life, your values, or your business. OBBM Network News is available Monday through Friday at 5, nine, five and 9 Central and 6 and 10 uh, Eastern on Traverse TV and available to anyone on many smart TV apps such as Rumble, Roku, and Traverse TV. Connect with us on obbmdfw.locals.com. Truth, Gab, Getter, and more. Remember to subscribe, rumble, like, and share wherever you're using social media. Get the audio podcast version of this show and over 30 others when you subscribe to the OBBM Network Podcast on Spotify, iHeart, and wherever you're listening to podcasts. Thank you for watching and letting your friends know about this program. And do please consider being a member of our Locals.com community at the $5, $10, or $25 level. And you can reach that through the QR code on your screen. We're 100% grassroots funded by you. We want to thank our advertisers and remind our viewers to use their products and their services.